I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. I command you in the name of Lucifer to spread the blood of the innocent. Welcome, <laughs> friends and co-workers, lovers and strangers, tall people and those right around 5'8", to another fabulous episode of Spooky Time Presence. I'm one of your hosts today, Kyle, and I'm here to podcast and chew bubblegum. And baby, we'll see you all next week. All right, see ya, bye. <laughs> wow, that was really beautiful, Kyle. Boo. Thank you. A plus. Jared, you're no longer on the episode. Who are you? Tell me. Well, my name is Jared, and I've come here to chew bubblegum and eat ass. <laughs> I'm all out of bubblegum. Boy, I, 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 I. <laughs> Bend Usually over, save guys. save the gum for after. Mm. No, have you ever seen um, Vegas Vacation, where Clark has to use his gum to clog a... Um, uh, a leak in the Hoover Dam. Hilarious. The gum, the gum comes in handy in in the ass eating part. What? I've had that happen with a jet That's fuel so truck that was leaking. <laughs> One time at the airport, <laughs> you just had to put your finger in it, and then all of a sudden another another leak appears. Well, no, we then we put the finger in it, and then the pressure kept building until it shot the finger out, and we had ah, no way to stop finger. it. We lost like. Ew. 500 gallons of jet fuel just sitting on the ramp that day. Oh, Third person, who are you? Do. Oh, hey. It's me. And I'm Cammy. I don't have a clever name, and I can't follow that ass-eating name to save my <laughs> life. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Um... Spooky time t-shirt. I've come here to podcast and eat ass. And I'm all out of... And, and the episode is over. we got three minutes left. Oh, no. Yikes. Oh, boy. Boy, indeed. Howdy, folks. All right. Howdy. Cammy, you're in the know. What are we talking about today? I'm what? In the know. I am in the know, and I hope you are, You're too. aware. Today, we are revisiting They Live. 1988 classic... John Carpenter. I always forget about this movie when I think of John Carpenter movies. I love this movie. I love it. Love. Yes. It's a good arguably, one. I think it's arguably his best fucking movie. No, you don't. Do you really? I really do. You really think I so? I really do. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Interesting. You're, you're, you're a big John Carpenter fan. A lot of his Besides, movies well, next, I, I love John Carpenter. Like, you know, he has never made a in, from what I've seen, I mean, I've never seen like Invisible Man or like Ice Cube's Ghost of Mars or whatever. <laughs> I, I've never I seen his I bad movies, so he's only made good movies in my eyes. Yes, yes. I don't want to tarnish his, uh, his, his, you know, his goblet in my head palace. But um, mm. from what I've seen out of, I mean, I don't know, maybe The Thing is his best movie, but this is like definitely number two or... What about Halloween? A tie. Better. Those are better. Those two are better than Halloween's third. Oh. Hot take. Easily. Yes. Easily. It's great, too, but yeah. these are better. I like this movie better the first time I watched it when I had no idea what was going to happen. Well, well, well. <laughs> If you tell That's people horrible. to vote Republican at the end of this episode, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> yeah, I'll <laughs> delete it once you put it up. I'm actually going to edit it in really softly, like under times when <laughs> you and Jared are speaking. So it's like subliminal. Sleep. Vote Republican. Sleep. Vote Republican. Um, Bush is a good guy. Dick Cheney can break dance. <laughs> just repeat well, I just wish Tipper... I wish Tipper Gore were still alive so she could scrutinize our, our subliminal messages under our podcast. Yeah, then we could go to court. Get you the That'd help you need, Snyder. Kyle. That'd be cool. Yeah. He's not going to take it. 
anymore. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was I was looking it up, and 1988 was like a really good year for horror movies. Um, I watched the little like n- snippet about this movie um, in In Search of Darkness, the 80s horror documentary, and I just watched like the whole year. I watched them go through like every. Obviously, they couldn't fit every single horror movie that came out in 88 into that movie. But Why not? Um, because it was already four and a half hours long. But um, Oh. <laughs> yeah, besides this. Shut you up. Besides They Live, which I don't like necessarily consider. I don't know if I consider this movie a horror movie. It doesn't feel like a horror movie, but it's just got like cool it's looking aliens. Yeah, it's got monsters in it. It's not like scary but i guess that doesn't that's not really like a it's not thriller it's sci-fi i guess yeah it's not really sci-fi thriller it's sci-fi thriller sci-fi action thriller thriller ow that was beautiful anyways so 1988 besides this uh, we had Child's Play, Hellraiser 2, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, Pumpkinhead, the remake of The Blob, which I would love to talk about on this show. Eventually. I love that movie. I love they that kill movie that too. Kid so mm-hmm. horribly. Fabulous. I love it. Um, Friday the 13th, New Blood, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Halloween 4, Night of the Demons, among others. Like, th- 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 there are so many great movies that came out. I've never seen Among Others. I've heard it's good. <laughs> In 1988. Fabulous. Bingo Bango's Murder Mystery Tour. Oh, I love that movie. And we've only talked about like a few of those. So maybe eventually we'll have to talk about the rest. There are lots of movies to do episodes on. Anywho, Kyle, do you have a plot synopsis for us? Yes. Cool. Let me find it in my list of things I've written. Okay. Uh, I forgot to type the end of this until like 20 minutes ago. So we'll see how it sounds. You guys are going to be my sounding That's board. That's good to hear. Okay. Let's tell all the audience about our unpreparation. <laughs> I'm the first half pants. is great. <laughs> and the last half of the movie, it's like three things happen, but they happen for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the movie opens on a rather rowdy man named Nada, I guess. That's what, it, that's what IMDb says. Uh-huh. Uh, looking for work. In, in, what? Go ahead. No, you were right. Continue. Nada? Okay. Well, I don't I think they don't actually say his name in the movie. That's just like the name he's given. Because that's the last name of one of the characters in the original um, story the that this is based on. Oh. Nada is, means nothing. I was going to say he has nothing but his <laughs> hopes and dreams. So he goes to Maybe the big I'll join city. Join the wrestling league. He's he could be a good wrestler. They could call him Naughty Naughty Wrestler. <laughs> totally. Or rambunctious, uh, rambunctious Randy uh, cigarette. Quaid. Randy flautist. Quaid. <laughs> okay, so our our soon to be wrestler man is entering the city looking for work. But instead of finding a steady job, all he finds is a steady stream of anti-capitalism propaganda. <laughs> after, wi- after witnessing a strange TV broadcast, Nada notices some suspicious goings-on at the local church. The police share his suspicions and proceed to kick the shit out of everyone within a mile of that church. While escaping, Nada stumbles upon magic sunglasses that, if you were to put them on a snowman, it would bring him to life. But if you put them on a regular man, he can see... the. A regular man, he can see the black and white subliminal world of lies and nightmares. If this were a Lovecraft movie, our hero would faint and go mad at this shocking revelation. But this is a John Carpenter movie, so instead our hero grabs some guns and shoots the shit out of some aliens. After being thrown off a cliff and beaten in the face for 12 straight minutes, Nada (laughs) finally gets someone else to wear the glasses. Now he and his best friend Frank join a terrorist cell and try and destroy the government, like Luke Skywalker did. But before they're able to, they're all shot to death. Except the heroes, obviously. 
Nada and Frank then go to the TV station with the evil brain signal, where they are captured. The overconfident bad guy gloats for just a minute too long, allowing our heroes to escape, kill everyone, and destroy the brainwave majigger. Mm-hmm. The movie ends with everyone realizing capitalism is an evil conspiracy, accepting it, and then continuing on with their day. The end. <laughs> I like Pretty that much. this movie yeah. ends on like kind of a funny note. <laughs> Where What's the wrong, guy's just babe? like, What's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, and you're left wondering, what happens next? <laughs> She's like, I've had worse, and then <laughs> just keeps on going. <laughs> oh, well. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> You're not the gorilla from the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait well, a minute. Apparently, I've heard that he's supposedly, I, 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 I mean, this was years ago, probably like the last like pre-pandemic, but like, I, I keep hearing like mutters that they're going to make like a, a sequel or a reboot or something to this movie, and I don't know if I want that that at all because it's just like no. I think this is arguably a it's not a perfect movie but it's pretty damn close to like something I would call a perfect movie it's great and I was talking to Taylor about this earlier um, I don't I, I I don't know how well they would be able to do it so they should probably just leave it alone but it I feel like they could make a pretty decent update of this movie about like internet culture, you know, yeah. or just a, Jordan a separate movie altogether yes. where um, it turns out all these huge, like came out of nowhere influencers on Instagram and TikTok are all aliens. Um, and they're basically like all they consume, live. consume, obey. They're doing this, like the same shit that the aliens and they I live am were doing. Influencer. Like, look at this. Honey cherry blossom lip smacker. It will make you hot. <laughs> Hashtag bad. <laughs> when really? I could I could see that absolutely. All these fucking influencers paid, are the same person. Paid partnership with the good people at Revlon. <laughs> yeah, like paid partnership with the good people at Obey Consume. <laughs> oh my god. It would make there sense a company to now. do something like that. Um just because it's gotten so insane. Yeah, the internet. But it's too big. Yeah, but like, and like children have free reign of the internet a lot of the time. Um, yeah, I'm getting my kid an email at five years old. Professional, he's gonna keep it for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I'm I'm so fucking tired of seeing children on TikTok and YouTube and whatever. This is a conversation for a different day but it feels I, I similar don't think so i right? think it's very prevalent it's very prevalent to something like this but i mean I, I i'll never forget the time i was leaving a bookstore once and a dad and his son and daughter who couldn't have been older than like four and five were going in mm-hmm. and i and, and the dad was like what do you want to do for uh or what do you want to be when you grow up and then I can't remember if it was the son or the daughter, but one of them was just like a YouTuber. Yeah, they all want to be fucking like, YouTubers. It's crazy. Of course they do. Yeah, it's gonna suck. The modern era is I want to be on the Mickey Mouse Club. Like it's a thing yeah. they see other people doing that feasibly yeah. is within their reach. Yeah, like of course. I'd say if the go ahead. Oh, just yeah. If like the Mickey Mouse Club was like inescapable, because like I. <laughs> The Mickey Mouse Club was around when we were kids, mm-hmm. and I had no idea that that shit existed. Yeah. Uh, like, but it's, you know, it's evil. When I was, you know, an eight-year-old third grader, of course, I was like, when I grow up, I want to be an actress. I want to be a fashion model. I thought you were going to say I'm an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> when I was an eight-year-old boy. When I was boy. an eight-year-old boy. Um, yeah. So, like, every kid has that, like, sort of, I want to do this because it seems like it's the most fun job. But you've got these yeah. little kids, these little kids being exploited by their parents on YouTube where they're doing these unboxing videos and they're playing with toys and they're going to, on vacations that are paid for by these vacation spots so that they can, you know, Jesus. get that, you know, content out there. And it is so scary. And I've, st- I've 
tried my best to stop the toddler that I nanny from watching like family YouTubers because it yeah. just feels so Ugh. exploitative. It feels like they are right. Mama YouTuber? Right. Daddy YouTuber? <laughs> Sister YouTuber? Right on that line even of Buddy being is a like, YouTuber. Ruff, ruff. They're... There has to be some sort of child labor law that's being exploited by YouTube, right? Like, or yeah. that's just narrowly being avoided so that these kids, you know, so that these YouTube accounts aren't being shut down because their children are raking in money per view because There's, so I honestly, many no kids are just given iPads. Yeah. They just watch I YouTube. I think they have a very, I think they have a very fucking good, I'm sure YouTube is like happier than a pig and shit. Because I'm sure, because it's technically not considered like a job or something. I, I for what's the word? Because it's technically not considered like them working. Yeah. If it's like a thing they're doing for fun, and if it's being controlled or, by their parents instead of like yes, a then, separate entity, um, you can't really stop parents from doing it because it's their kid. You know, but mm -hmm. you know that these kids whose faces are slapped on merch that you can find at like fucking Walmart now, you know that Ryan, Ryan, Deanna and Roma, like these kids are so famous and they maybe didn't even Girth want to Lloyd. be in the first place. They've been around since they were toddlers. A lot of them, you know, especially like the really big ones. It's absolutely insane. Um, and I'm I hate it. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that Ryan kid to be like 30 and then like hold up one of those boxes and be like, yeah, I, do, I had shit in my pants in this photo or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like, like how are these kids going to feel that their entire childhood is played out on YouTube for everyone to see? You know, well, these kids nice can't really technically consent to what their parents are doing. And it's one thing, well, like... Unless their parents are... Oh, go ahead. It's one thing if they're, you know, if it was the kid's idea, if the kid wanted to make a YouTube channel, if it is heavily, you know, policed and protected by their parents, and the minute they say they don't want to do it anymore, they don't do it anymore, fine. Right? But... No. But how, you're not going to be able to protect your like child forever. You're not going to be able to protect them from comments that come in. You're not going to be able to, you know protect them from the internet as a whole for their entire childhood. You're just not going to be able to do it. You know, it's the cousin Oliver syndrome. <laughs> it's something I'm bunch. very passionate about. I can't fucking stand well, these. It's like, something that's come up in the culture, like the past 50 years, like with like child stars, like, yeah. you know, little baby Britney Spears says, I want to dance on TV. It's mom's job now to say, that's a really bad idea, you know, or like you can do it, but like school and grades and stuff comes first. But when little Britney's making $10,000 an episode on the Mickey Mouse Club, suddenly it's like, she's the breadwinner. Like, let's keep this gravy train rolling. Yeah. And now that the internet is, makes it so much easier for parents to, you know, essentially sell their children like this. Exactly. And like that. It's the parent's job to say like, oh, I want to be a famous YouTuber. It's like, no, you're too young to realize how bad of an idea that is. Like, exactly. I'll show you evidence when you're 16 about how this would have ruined your life. But as of right now, like, I'm not going to crush your hopes and dreams by saying the world wants to eat you. Yeah. I'm just going to say you can't be a YouTuber. Exactly. And kids don't understand whenever you say no. Kids don't get it because they're like, oh, like, what's so bad about no. it? You can always film videos with your kid and not put them out on the Internet. You can teach them how to edit yeah. video. That's huge. That's fucking STEM. Like you can you can teach them tricks of the trade. Exactly. Like you can teach them how to be a YouTuber without actually putting them on YouTube. And if they want to start a channel later on, no. they can do it. But they're kids. I'm gonna train. I'm I'm gonna raise my children to think YouTubers are cucks, and then just be <laughs> like, no, you're going to edit video for eight hours a day. You're going to write screenplays for another three hours every night, and then if I don't see those storyboards by tomorrow morning, you're grounded, Mister. So I'm basically trying to train my son into being the next fucking Ari Aster or some shit like that. 
Yeah, and like son, you can't be a YouTuber. Like, I want to see your next three podcast episodes posted uh, by dinner tonight. You understand? <laughs> it's like always be making content, Giuseppe. Yeah. Ah, oh, papa. And like, I make too much content. I work on my fingers to the bone. <laughs> your I'm Giuseppe character's pizza. great, son. I love him. It's like you've got the, you've got those nimble little juicy fingers, like your father did. And like, are you not his father? So... <laughs> Did you kill his father and steal this boy, Jarrett? Let's not talk about how our paths cross, but just know Giuseppe <laughs> has a loving father now in me. Giuseppe. Giuseppe. There has to be some sort I of, like... I content churning in there. The Jackie Coogan law has to be being eradicated because of YouTube and these children the on YouTube, Lisa? right? What's the Jackie Coogan law? Okay, so Jackie Coogan was, um, he was he was the child actor who played, like, the kid who was in a bunch of, you know, Charlie Chaplin movies with him. Um, the beaver. No, not the fucking beaver. No. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Jackie Coogan played, um, he played Uncle Fester on The Addams Family. Um, oh, my God. Right? That, that was no, a am I lying? Hold on, hold that on. That doesn't sound right. He. I think Uncle Fester was a man. Hold on. Jackie is a boy's <laughs> name. Yes, Jackie he Chan. was. He was Uncle Fester on the Adams Family later on in the '60s, but in the '20s and '30s, um, he was the the child in um, the kid, and he was he, he he did a bunch of movies with Charlie Chaplin, and so basically the law used to be before a kid is 18, um, all of if you're an actor and you're being paid, all of your money goes to your parents. Um, he turned 18 and turns out that equivalent of about $4 million that he had made doing movies when he was a kid was completely gone because his parents spent it all. Um, so he had to like completely rebuild his career and he didn't have that money to fall back on ever. So they made it a law that you... A lot, like a specific percentage of that money that you make as a child actor gets put away. Nobody can touch it until you turn 18. And then you can take that money and do whatever you want with it because you're legally an adult. Scrooge but like McDuckie. even your parents can't touch it because so many parents take advantage of their kids. And so I don't think that law is in Macaulay place Culkin. for kids who are on YouTube. We can only hope that their parents are putting away money for them. You know? Oh, yeah, because I'm assuming what you it's need terrifying. to be 18 to make a YouTube page, don't you? 13, I think. So it's definitely the kids who are younger than 13. I'm sure mom and dad are the ones who are setting up the account. So everything yeah. is in their name. Uh -huh. So it's like, technically, I'm earning this from my seed. Mm -hmm. Dance for me, seed. Dance. Son, you're <laughs> a character um, on my show. I get your money. Yeah. I'm the I'm the executive producer. J uh, Jackie Coogan's middle name was Leslie, same as you, Kyle. <laughs> My middle name has been hasn't been Leslie for weeks. You know that. Weeks. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's funny. Kyle, Kyle, what was the other one we we said? Like Kyle Amanda Burns or something. Like that. <laughs> Elizabeth. Kyle's Kyle Elizabeth. Burns. Elizabeth. <laughs> that was it. Oh my Kyle gosh. Adolph oh. Burns. I regretted Ew. that one. Oh. All right, let's circle back to to they live. I'm pissed yes. off, guys. I don't think not enough child actors in this one. <laughs> there are no children, I think. Well, speaking of children, John Carpenter worked with child actors. He worked with both of those Real Housewives before, back when they were real students yeah. and her school children. The real school children of John Carpenter. The real films. school of Beverly Hills. <laughs> yes. That would be a dark series, the real school children of John Carpenter's films. That sounds. I wanted to know a twist to get shot in the face. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> oh like Precinct Good 13. Stuff. Yeah. Anyway, I like this movie. Okay. I love you have any it. facts about it for us? About how John Carpenter had children on set? Yes. For unspecified I have purposes? Using them as tables. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Carpenter, my Hold back this piece hurts. of wood so I can sit on it. <laughs> Talk to your union rep. <laughs> You'll sit there and like it. Only six more hours. Um, but you've been chain smoking for weeks. <laughs> anyway. Um, the bubblegum line. 
was written by Roddy Piper. Um, he had like a journal of one-liners that he had written for like wrestling against, I think a specific wrestler, but I can't remember who it was. Um, and John Jimmy Carpenter, Davis. John Carpenter liked it so much that he just he threw it into the movie, and it's in the movie, and it's like the most iconic line in the entire movie. I feel like people use that line without even knowing what it's from. Like that's how big it is. I was about to say, like, everyone knows the line. I bet, like, 5% of people know where it came from. Yeah. Um, the three-hour fight uh, was only supposed to be 20 <laughs> seconds. Um, <laughs> initially, they had only choreographed, like, 20 seconds. Um, and then I, they had choreographed even more. Like, they had just built on it. Because Keith David and Roddy Piper liked fighting each other so much. <laughs> so, yeah, it ended up being five minutes and 20 seconds. So it was an additional five minutes that they choreographed and practiced over the course of, like, two weeks. Um, and it all made it into the movie. Like, none of it was cut. It's gorgeous. And so and hot. Per- like, this is the longest fight in cinema, right? Probably. I don't know. Google I it. Thought that's, I thought that <laughs> Good night, was its everyone. claim to fame as like, this is the longest fight scene in any movie ever made because they just wouldn't go down. Yeah, It's hilarious. They just don't stop. It takes up a good chunk of the movie, but it's riveting the entire time. You're watching it like, oh my God, who's going to win? Who's going to die? It's a good fight. And then the back of Keith David's head gets all like yucky. Oh, I feel so bad for him. I choose Jimmy. Jimmy's got this one. Jimmy Rowdy Piper? No, because didn't they... Did you guys... They recreated this fight in South Park? Oh, my God. Is this the cripple fight? No. Yes, between Jimmy and Timmy. They It was it was shot for shot the fight from They Live. Oh, shit. I didn't realize that. That is so funny. Because, like, Matt and I watched the fucking, um, uh, like... Because he had, like, all the early seasons of South Park, so that's literally what we would do, like, in the summer uh, during high school, uh-huh. is just, like, veg out and watch South Park, and then, like, all the behind-the-scenes shit, and you just see, like, Matt Matt uh, Matt Parker and Trey Stone, or Switch it. swap that. <laughs> yep. I can't... Trey Parker, Matt Stone? Yeah. That's the same thing you just said. Nope. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait a minute. Matt... <laughs> Mr. S. Matt and Trey. <laughs> There you go. They, um, they're just talking about like, yeah, you know, we were just like really fucked up one night and we just were watching They Live and like, what if we just had Jimmy and Timmy do this? And it was, he's just like, oh my God. Yeah. So it's fucking hilarious. And they like, even like you to do the same dialogue too or something. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch best... it now. That's I'm sure hilarious. that's the... PC principal might have something to say about that one, Cammy. Oh my god, I um, I've been watching a lot of South Park lately. Like there was, like a two year period where I was like, I don't know if I like South Park anymore. But then the I got H- stuff? then I got newer? HBO Max, and I'm like, this show is actually really fucking funny. Like there are a few episodes where I'm like, uh. Eh. I don't know if I like this, you know, but for the most part, I don't know. It astounds me that it's still on air and that they just got what some like fucking $900 million deal where they're going to make like five movies or some shit. Yeah. What? That's a bad idea. South Park. They just got some crazy. It was like a couple of months ago. I think like maybe around Thanksgiving that they, uh, they got some crazy, the, Matt and Trey got some crazy uh, deal where they're going to end up making like five, like a, maybe it's not five, maybe. Yeah, I think you're right though. A it's, couple of it's like a handful of of movies, and I don't think it's definitely just, more than two. I don't think it's just like South Park movies. It's like just films in general. Oh, thank God! If I'm not mistaken, I know that that's a good idea. They're producing yeah. something. Um, I don't know if that counts as like their, you know. Uh, like in that handful of movies, but I they they've been busy, and the new season of South Park just um, premiered 
last night. It literally was nine hundred millions. Holy shit! Nine hundred million dollars to yeah, make movies. With, that's Vi- not just going to Viacom them. That's CBS. Like, that's production money, correct? It's well. It just says South Park creators signed massive new nine hundred million dollar deal with Viacom CBS. Uh, the expanding South Park universe will include new movies for Paramount Plus. That's okay, but w- I don't get so those like covid movies yeah you can't see those on um on hbo they're only on uh... those are on paramount yeah it's weird why why i don't know that's weird it's very strange i don't know they were pretty good though oh because viacom owns all the nickelodeon shit and that's why that's that's yeah huh yes well i'll be yeah personally i think it's too late for them to to be Having such a deal, they're gonna fucking retire happy. But uh yeah. Yeah, this should really be the cherry on top of their career and then they just walk away. Yes. Like this is my stepbrother. No Roy. Everything goes through no. Roy. No, no oh not like that. Oh jeez. <laughs> Anytime um, you mention the, word the step, my my thing is like pump the brakes there. Let's This is I my worry mother's son, Carlisle. <laughs> Everything goes through Carlisle. 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 He handles the money. <laughs> and, and the mint juleps. Uh, hey, the only um, what did you say about my either. lips? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Cammy. Yeah. Let's get back to They Live. Oh, yeah. What's another fact? <laughs> Probably about guns. That's the guy. Um. So for the the scenes with the sort of shelter, the homeless housing, um, a lot of actual homeless were used in the movie, and they were given paychecks and Yuck. food and what? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Jared, Ugh. not yuck. I had to spray John down Carpenter, the set every night. Like I love that John Carpenter really like practices what he preaches. You know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like John Carpenter's always been very transparent about, um, like, he's not this, like, incredible, amazing <laughs> humanitarian or anything, but he's always been very transparent about his views. Uh, this movie in particular is so, it hits you on the head with, like, anti-capitalist yes messages, but it's not obnoxious, at least not to me. Like, I feel like a lot of the Mm-mm. time... If you get a movie that has the same feel as this one, they're just like hitting you on the head with it over and over. And it's like, okay, this is cheesy, but in a bad way. In this movie, it's cheesy in a good way um, because it's the 80s and they were allowed to be cheesy <laughs> with shit like that. Oh, 100%. Um, because, you know, you've got like the aliens that look like decomposing bodies and um, it's, it's, yeah. it's kind it's campy. It really is. You've got like a fucking, like a professional wrestler in the lead role in a movie. Um, so it's, this movie Kurt is Russell so much fun. Because Kurt Russell was busy, obviously. Yeah. He wasn't busy. <laughs> he actually wrote the movie with Kurt Russell in mind for the lead character, but he was like, he's been in like four of my movies already. Maybe I'll use someone else. Someone who's like a little more rough around the edges, you know? What if he says, no, I can't take that kind of rejection? <laughs> that was it, yeah. Call Rowdy. Rowdy. <laughs> um, his name is uh, said on The Simpsons at least once. Because every time I look at his name, I don't know what Simpsons voice I hear it in, but it's definitely a Simpsons voice. Ricky Ticky Taffy. That's what it. That Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> I'm going to look that up on Frankiac right now. You guys keep going with the show. <laughs> okay. Um, so the uh, the lead role was originally written for Kurt Russell, but they got Roddy Piper to do it instead, and he did a great job. And he also wrote the character of Frank for Keith David um, after they worked together in The Thing you know, six years before this movie came out. Um, yeah, he just liked the cut of his jib, and so he wrote that role. For Keith David, who's a delight. Yeah, I would take I guess a bullet would, for Keith that David. That would be, dude, same. He's a great guy. If anyone wrote a book about my life, he always made me wonder if anyone wrote a book about my life, if, if anyone would want to read it. Yeah, Keith Join David. the U.S. I'd Marine read Corps. It. I'd read it, then I'd that skip was... to the parts with me, and then I'd put it down. 
<laughs> no, that was the that. Do you guys remember those like army ads? As he was like the voice of them. He's like, if anyone wrote a book about your life, would anybody want to read it? And it was just like <laughs> Keith David. Wow, Keith David. I'll join the army tomorrow, Mister David. He's also the bad guy <laughs> in um, the Princess and the Frog, and he's fabulous in that movie. Oh, he yeah. is a wonderful voice. He, yeah, for real. He does. He does a decent amount of voice acting. I something. I watched very recently. <coughs> oh, uh, it wasn't voice acting, but he's in um, The Nice Guys, the one with Russell Crowe and... Uh, uh, <laughs> Rye Guy? Yeah, one. thank you. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, thanks. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't seen that movie, you should definitely watch it. It is... I feel like it doesn't get a whole lot of love like it should. That's a great Man, movie. I need to see that again because Jasmine and I watched it and I was just like, oh boy, here we go. And then like we watched it and I was like, this sucks. And then I don't even think we finished it. But Really? Like, oh my God. I, I yeah, I need to see it. But that was like that years movie. ago, like right after it came out. It's yeah. a good one. Dad, there's like oh horse here and God. stuff. I- I just found a terrible meme where it's it's Rowdy Roddy Piper looking at something with the glasses and then taking it off without the glasses. And oh my god, I'll send it. To Sounds you. funny, Jared. <laughs> Link in the show notes, maybe. I don't want to. I don't want to say it out loud because it might be offensive. Oh, good. I'm glad that you well, mentioned me it you. on mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't make it. I just found it, but it's oh, just like well, Jesus. Well. That's. Anyway. I found the Simpsons reference to Rowdy Roddy Piper. Good. It's the Let's hear uh, it. the Gummy Venus episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oh, nickname yeah. they give to Willie at the end is Rowdy Roddy Peeper. Uh huh. Peeper. That's right. Willie sleeps nude in an oxygen tank. <laughs> like Boba Fett. I hope Fett. it gives him sexual powers. <laughs> like Boba Fett, yes. <laughs> to the back to tank. Away. Yeah. Quick, take him to my oxygen tent. <laughs> when his pig friend is injured, he says that. Oh. That's not a good show, but a good movie is They Live. I know we're talking about it, Kyle. I know. we. I feel like we're, we're veering occasionally. Uh, Cammy, do we have any more fun facts? Oh. We, want, we want a scene. Yeah, um, I thought it was pretty cool that unless there were multiple aliens on screen, um, like... All of the aliens were played by uh, Jeff Imada, who was the stunt coordinator for the movie. So, like, the old lady, <laughs> that was him. And, <laughs> like, the guy at the yeah. end, that was him. Like, even if it was a woman, it was that guy. And John Carpenter said, like, yeah, he can. He, he wore the pumps very well. When you have 14 black belts, you can wear pumps whenever the fuck you want to. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he... I guess had a pretty good time doing that being all the aliens except for some of the aliens. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Let's, uh, (laughs) let's talk about what we like and don't like about this movie. Shall we? Yes. Yes. I like, so he kidnaps this lady who is stereotypically going to be his love interest by the end. Meg Foster. She's great. She is. Yes. She's even, you can see her boobs in the Lords of Salem. That's right. Gerar. I know what I'm watching tonight. Ooga. <laughs> no, I kid. Yeah. But there's like 40 years removed. <laughs> just think. I like the scene just think. where they're in her house. And, you know, it's kind of a hostage situation, but we know that Nada isn't going to hurt her. And then he's like, oh, like, look at, like, look, turn on the TV. You can see the signal. And then she, without a moment's hesitation, smashes him in the head with a wine bottle or something through the window, down the very steep hill, and he rolls for, like, ten minutes. And it's like, that was zero to 60, <laughs> like, brutal, <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> I think I, I was watching it. it this time, and I, I rewound it because I was looking at my phone or something at that exact moment. It's like, whoa, what? I, I look down, I look up, and suddenly he's at the bottom of a mountain. What happened? Jesus Christ. So you don't take your eyes off the movie, Kyle. I got a text from you, Jarrett. It was about that picture with your feet. I had to look at it. You get angry oh, if yeah. I don't respond. Look at my tootsies. 
Tootsie Wootsie, aren't you they adorable? The My Tootsie Wootsie Wobbly Woos. Have I got ten little toes for you? Oh my god. Jared, um, what's great. a scene from you? A scene that I love besides the. Um, I'm trying to think. I just love this whole fucking movie. But I, I like the. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I keep thinking back to the scene where it's like it's it's Keith David and Rowdy Rowdy Piper hiding out like after the fight and they get um, uh, they get Keith David to wear the glasses and they they're kind of like hold uh, held up in this hotel room and then just like they're talking to each other. And then like Rowdy Rowdy Piper's just like ain't love grand or whatever and i'm just like this guy's a psycho like yes. i wouldn't like poor keith david he's got a family back home somewhere that he's like trying yeah. to work money for and then he's stuck with a guy that just went on a fucking shooting rampage in a bank just because he said i see the aliens which is uh <laughs> if you read peacemaker's diary something similar comes comes to mind there <laughs> but Spoilers. Oh, sorry. Maybe. Who finds it? <laughs> Maybe. Definitely not Batman. Batman. I'm just kidding. He really does. Yeah, he really does. Keith David, like, trusting Rowdy Roddy Piper for even a minute in this movie is not feasible. Like, some homeless man comes up and he works hard at your job one day, follows you home, uh, and then, like, the next day kills a bunch of people and shows up. It's like... I, I see things, man. The devil's in all these people and only I can see them. And it's like, I'll give you a day's worth of pay and you can just leave town. It's like, no, no, you have to see the devil too. And it's like, I don't want any of your Stab this man and call the police. Like, there's yeah. nothing good about this character. Like, you don't, it's not even like an old army buddy who came back after years. Like, uh-huh. he's an absolute stranger insisting the world is not real. Well, it's real. because they're in love. That's how I There was yeah. a lot of pumping in that fight. Anyway. Oh, you know what I like? Love is grand. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna scooch over to, to one of my favorite scenes. It's not a scene by any means because it was like two seconds, but right before they fight, when he throws the money and it lands perfectly in the box that Roddy Piper is holding, it's just like whoop, <laughs> right into the box. I was like, wow! I didn't know if they like rehearsed that or if it just happened. <laughs> I don't know if they were supposed to do that on purpose, and he just threw it perfectly so it landed in the box. I don't know. It was just really funny. It was the, it was darling. It was quite darling. Adorable. Yeah. One could argue, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I'm looking at my John Nada They Live Funko Pop, I feel a warm a warmth is consuming my body. Do I consume too much, Jared thought? Quite possibly. Yes. We all do. Yes, I do. Yeah, the answer is yeah. yes, but it's not your fault. You're told to consume. Yeah. Both subliminally true. and super liminably. Like, why do I have so many 4Ks and so much debt? <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong here. I should have more. I should have no 4Ks and no debt, or 4Ks I, and no debt. Why do I have three debt and four and zero uh, 4Ks? Why can't I have zero debt and three 4Ks? <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah. Patreon.com slash Spooky Time Podcast. <laughs> no oh my gosh! Money. You can find find our original our original take on this episode that we did once upon a midnight dreary. One of the first the episode completely is Jay Leno. <laughs> Subscribe and did find I, out. I did. Do... Yes, I did. Is it my chin big? Is it my chin big? Is it coated? Is it? I hate the Irish. Fuck coated. <laughs> I'm going to steal the show back from him because I'm a cocksucker. Oh, my God. Jay Leno's here. So I got a they live question. Hopefully you guys can help me answer. Uh Okay, so he puts on the glasses. Yeah. (laughs) Puts on the glasses and suddenly, like, every sign he sees says, like, obey, consume, etc. Every printed medium is a secret message, right? Yeah. Who makes that? Like, is there a guy at, you know, USA Today magazine who, like, oh, like, we got the pictures of Brangelina, but then he also goes over it to like white out the page and subliminal space and write the words obey, consume. How does that happen? 
the aliens are are the the aliens are already infiltrated the media and they have the technology i feel like to make it they they to put on underneath what is i feel like the obey is underneath it's like a everything. filter but, yeah. but it's it's like yes. a lens over our eyes that we can't take out so yes. is it a brain thing or a paper thing I think it's an eye. Like, is the science affecting the brain? Because, like, if it's paper, then there has to be somebody at the printer who takes the, you know, the thing that's going to be printed and then adds the subliminal message to it. No, it's Um, only the subliminal message. There's... There's no... There's no... There's there's nothing being peeled back. It's just it's a mirage. So the, it's a mirage the, completely. The brainwave puts content over obey is what you're saying. Yes. Then how well, does it know that it's... that one store is closing early? Like that's one of the signs he sees. Like, you know, Ray's closes at five. He puts on the glasses. It says consume. How does my brain know that that's supposed to say Ray's closes at five? Because of the alien well, technology be... is much further. <laughs> More sophisticated. Yeah, yeah, sophisticated than our own. Kyle? And that's why Kyle <laughs> that's why they live while we sleep. Oh. Oh, 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 oh man. Oh, Pajama oh, party. Oh jeez. Oh, I even party. Oi. Oi, me. Yes. Hoyven Glaven. Someone sent me a Snapchat. Oh good Glaven. I think it was If good. I stop pedaling, I'll die. Haha, uh, I get it. Okay. Yes. Uh, any other scenes we want to talk about or that are relevant? Um, I really, it was really ballsy of um, John Carpenter to put the president ad- addressing the nation and saying it's a, I knew it's a new it. morning in America, which is like almost word for word that commercial that Ronald Reagan put out in his... Um, I think it was for the 84 campaign, if I'm not mistaken. He's like, it's morning in America. Small town America. What? Diarrhea. Why is Kyle calling me? Did he get kicked off? God fucking damn it. Just bring him in. Bring him in. Bring him in. Kyle? What happened? Okay, I'm... I touched my ear and that clicked my Jesus fucking, fucking earbuds. <laughs> Don't stop turn touching you your didn't head. stop your recording, did you? Enough. No, I'm still recording. We're all still good. Okay, I hope okay. You guys didn't okay stop. good, good, yes. good. I apologize, viewers. My own technical error. Cammy, keep going from what you were saying. Yeah. So there was a commercial that Ronald Reagan put out in the eighties that was like, It's morning in America and and you know, people are waking up and it's, it was basically just complete bullshit propaganda that was like, America's safe again because of Ronald Reagan. And don't worry about trickle down economics because you're safe. Um, AIDS isn't going to touch you. You know, it's, it's just, that is exactly what the entire decade was because Ronald Reagan was, and the Republicans were running the country the entire time. Um, like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know every single tiny little detail. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Democrat presidents haven't also been complete bullshit in the past. The man, the man had holes in his brain for fuck's sake. But uh, yeah, the fact that the president himself was being controlled by other people because he wasn't mentally competent enough because he was sick. Shut up and eat your jelly beans, Reagan. Yeah, yes, like mother. it's it's really sad and terrifying that that happened that nobody could swallow their pride really and go, "Okay, like he needs to step Choke down because ride. he's sick." Um I don't give a shit who the president is, what party they are affiliated with if the president is mentally unwell like that if they're too sick to do the job you they step down that's how it works you know that's a sign of weakness and that's when the commies strike no it's uh, see kyle well i'm just saying (sighs) you think china's fired biden have a week how the fuck did he live though 
from getting out of office in 80. Uh, he was in uh, what's it called? He was in office was, I think until 80 to 88, I think. Yeah. So he did two, two terms. And then how the fuck did this man live until 2004? Because I remember watching his funeral on television. Really? And then give it. Yeah. They gave, I'm like, how did he live so long after with his fucking, you know, Swiss cheese brain? Oh, no. Or as I like to call it, Reagan brain. Reagan brain. No. My Reagan enough, brain is. You can keep your heart pumping for years beyond your will to live. Yeah. And oh, have like, your jelly. you still have access to the best medicine money can buy until you die whenever you are a former president. Like. Unless that doctor was a Democrat. <laughs> if he was a regular Hi-oh. person, like he would not have lived as long as he did. But regardless, he was he was definitely showing signs of Alzheimer's and mentally degrading during his his presidency. It was it's it's always just so calculated and so yeah, cold. Just like when Trump. Trump almost died from uh, COVID. I wish he did, um, but <laughs> I, you know, I don't think he almost died. He was in the hospital, but I'm pretty sure that was just like a precaution. He was sick. No, like, he that was, was on it. oxygen and shit too. Just like breathe, Donnie, breathe. He's just like I can't breathe, <laughs> but that's okay because the nation wouldn't want me to breathe at a time like this. I I put me under water. I could run Atlantis if you needed me to. Maybe I should do that after I'm done running America. Good night. <laughs> and then he died. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, well, uh, that would have been. He, he did write his last will and testament twenty minutes ago, and it says he wants to be buried in Atlantis. <laughs> We're just not going to let the American people see this. <laughs> Atlantis. And then Mel- Melania comes in with a Starbucks and. Uh, and and a, a copy of Hop on Pop for Little Baron. And just like, what did I miss? <laughs> Little Baron. I am Baron. free. <laughs> Little giant That kid's Baron. like nine feet yeah, tall he now. Is, he's like really fucking tall. Good for him. He looks like fucking SpongeBob when he like got legs to take Pearl to the dance. Oh, or Slappy. fucking God. When, they, when he had long legs. He's in, just uh, that a one boy. Goosebumps. Don't make fun of him. You're right, but he's just I'm not. If anything, I think he's the only one that's going to be normal. I highly no, doubt it, but I wish that upon him. I wish normalcy upon Baron Trump. I wish you the best. Oh, no. I know you'll suffer regardless. Yeah. Good for him. Anyway, um, this movie is basically just like, doesn't Ronald Reagan suck, you guys? This movie was number one at the box office, and then it was out of theaters, like, less than two weeks later. <laughs> it was uh, number one at the box office, then Reagan saw it, and then the next week I was going to say, gone. Reagan's cronies took care of that. I, I want to file on John Carpenter's, and damn it, get me another bag of jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> I want Stephen King killed, but sir, this is John Carpenter. I said Stephen King. <laughs> I said, do as I say. Do you do Who like is... every president? They're very good so can far. Can I do <laughs> Do Taft. I can Ta- oh jeez. Do Jimmy oh, Carter. Man. I do Jimmy Carter. Oh well, you see. Uh, he, Jimmy Carter is basically fucking uh he's basically Jimmy Stewart. Um sort of at the same time. Uh, uh, I was a peanut farmer, and well, you know, it was oh, uh, those darn Iranians—they—they're tricky sons of guns, don't yeah. you know? Jimmy Carter uh, is like a I'm softer gonna... Bill Clinton. I don't yes. think Jimmy a softer, like slower, Clinton. more like Georgian Bill Clinton. Uh, He's from Georgia, right? Already. Jimmy Carter, right? Pennsylvania, from... I thought. I thought it was from Peanut Country. Peanut, where's Peanut Country, he... Kyle? <laughs> beyond the horizon plus three miles you'll be in peanut country before dawn i don't know oh, that's do we want to rate a... this movie <laughs> oh man i need to... georgia jimmy carter was from georgia okay that's what i thought james earl carter <laughs> what a cutie one through five jimmy carters or if it's the best thing you've ever seen you give it the reagan no no i give it a bag of gel i give it i give this movie uh five bags of jelly beans and uh and one piece of swiss cheese brain 
How about how about one through five bubble gums? And if it's the best thing you've ever seen, a it an, eats ass. An ass we kicking. kick its ass. <laughs> I like that. An ass eating? Okay, I give this the ass eating. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'm gonna give this ass. four and a half bubble gums. I love this movie, and bubble gum. I feel like gum in a dish. Movies like this are with the same sort of vibe. I think action movies are just really hard for me to pay attention to a lot of the time, but this one I have no problem with. It's fantastic. I like it. Kyle? I'm going to give it four bubble gums. I want to give it lower, but that's only because my Twitter feed is, is essentially the com- the communist propaganda that this movie is. And so when I see the movie, it's like, oh, this again? <laughs> <laughs> They're just raising us to be c- cattle for their, you know industrial farms it's like yeah like i saw that on twitter like three times today like what's this isn't news to me who wants my milk <laughs> four stars i know no. it's good but i'm just not in the mood right now Four bubble in gum. the mood in the mood bubble All gum right. bubble gum in a dish how many pieces do you wish <laughs> enough to kick ass which I guess would be zero. Yes. Well, that's fair. Anyway. Okay. Any final thoughts about this movie before we start plugging things up? It's great. Watch it. If you haven't seen it, it, it holds up super great. Like a lot of John Carpenter's movies. Movies. Um, I think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's more prevalent now today than, it, than ever before. Oh, yeah. It ages very well. Because there's always something... Even if it's not just, like, capitalism or, like, consumer culture that's being it's symbolized, some it's something. It could be. You could throw anything I don't know. in there. Yeah. I don't know what's aged better, this movie or Sissy Spacek. Ugh. I would. I still would. Hubba hubba. Sissy. Yeah. Jared, where can we find you? Oh my god, you can find me on Twitter at Jared underscore Miller. Cabby, where the fuck can we find you, you silly bitch? You better watch your mouth, young man. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Oh, 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 oh. I haven't had my jelly beans this morning. Oh, Ugh. no. Your jelly beans. <laughs> oh, anyways, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. Kyle, where can we find you? Uh, Instagram, old man yells at clouds, underscores between the words. I'm almost caught up to August of last year with my postings. Oh, good. Oh, man, you just need to, you just need to sit down one day and just do like a, a massive dump of photos, like a mega photo dump. I would, but years ago when I would do stuff like that, I had a friend say like, Hey, like if I see one more, like 30 license plate posts from you, like I'm going to unfollow. This is not good. <laughs> And so I try to limit myself. Kyle, you don't need those people in your life. I would love it to see my Instagram feed where it's just like, it's all Kyle. Oh my God. Everything is Kyle. That one says jazz. (laughs) All right. I'm going to say that you should also donate to the Patreon, patreon.com slash spooky time podcast, where we have several dozen episodes of several shows content galore for five dollars mm-hmm. plus for one dollar you get to hear all of our old versions of these new episodes yes yeah, how fun true. and exciting this this last marathon month has been our rewatch uh month this has so been nice. everything everything you've heard over this yet. month has been a uh everything you've heard so far this month we've already done in the past and that has been removed from the main feed and moved over to the patreon for one dollar I think that's a pretty good damn deal. Um, but yeah, you know, check it out. Patreon.com slash spooky time podcast. Be sure to leave us, uh, you know, I haven't said this in a while. Cause like uh, maybe I should say it more, but thank you listener. And uh, be sure to rate us in iTunes or your preferred podcasting app. That goes a long way. Leave us a comment. Tell a friend, tell a friend, mm-hmm. tell a friend that it's a new morning in America. No, don't tell your friends that. Well, it's horrible. It's actually the same morning. America won't change. We're doomed to fall. 
<sighs> well, until next time. Join us next week for Friday the 13th Part 1. Again. Okay. Oh yeah, that's the one where Mrs. Voorhees did it, right? How exciting. Spoiler. Alright. Good night, everyone. So long, and farewell, and thanks for Consume. all the votes for Republicans. Goodbye. Consume. Maybe we should stay for another 30 seconds so that we hit the one hour mark. Consume. I have to pee so badly. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just, just, go just wet yourself. Goodbye. Just wet yourself. Wait, no, I'll, I'll be here. I'll always be here. I'll be there for you. I fucking hate friends. I'll be there for you. Ross and Rachel are sisters. <laughs> Isn't that how it was? Went Ross and Rachel, brother and sister. But then they were in love. That's what it is. Oh, Gail. You mean Gail Weathers. Okay, and we're out.